Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 259, and today's topic is Cruel Summer. Season 2, we're going to recap episode 7, 8, and 9, and then I will do the season finale tomorrow or the next day. I know I've been off a few weeks. I do apologize. I had to go. I went out of town on vacation. And then when I got back, I had to work with my editor. So I didn't make a lot of progress with the book. So that's a good thing. So we're getting closer and closer to where we're going to start recapping that on the podcast each Friday night. Uh, It's a process, but we're getting closer and closer. So I do apologize for being off most of July, but we are about to pick back up as usual. But... I had to get on, I had to take a little vacation. My sister was tired. And um, when my deadline was up for everything with my editor, I had to proofread, go over details with him. So we're, we're slowly becoming along. So that process is speeding up. So I have missed a few weeks of cruel summer, but I'm about to do a little brief recap. It won't be our normal breakdown, dissected scene by scene like we normally do. We're just going to talk about the last three episodes. I'm going to give my opinion, and then we're going to patiently wait for the season finale so I can come and talk about that. As always, if you need to get in touch with me, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram is Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can uh, inbox, DM, or email me if you have any recap requests, with that being a television show, a movie, a docuseries, or any music album that you want reviewed. If you have anything that you're working on, it could be businesses, brands, um, music please hit your girl up so i can show love back you know i love whom loves me and i love to spread love back like brooklyn way um always if you're listening to the podcast on spotify can you hit the follow button that will help me out tremendously tremendously and more than you know and also if you're listening to the podcast on spotify check out my own music playlist i have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears the only thing you have to do is type in shanice loves music uh i know one playlist will populate if you go ahead and click on that picture profile it takes you to the rest of them and like i said i got every genre because i be over here jamming um that's pretty much all I think that we have to catch up on. I'm still working on my segments that we're about to start for um, how has it aged. I can't wait to start that. I already have the first episode we're going to recap where we pull an episode um, from random shows. You can um, give me um, a choice of yours. And I'm, I've am i already picked out some that I definitely want to do that I think will be fun that were my favorite shows. And it's going to be between the years of 1990 and 99. I pull it, we recap it, and we just talk about the fashion. Uh, did it age well? Was it ahead of its time? Was, could the jokes or the story be told today without offending someone with the whole cancel culture? We're just going to talk about the writing. So it can be any show, you know, um, I have a few that I'm going to pick. That's going to be random, but um, I think that's going to be fun. It's going to be how has it age? Well, and it has to be take place in the nineties and power book for, for forces returning September 1st. So we have that coming up soon. 
So we definitely have some things coming and I still need to recap the Nikki Barnes uh, documentary as well. I've just been super, super busy um, with working a lot and going ahead, creating this volume one of the book, getting that out. So it's just been busy, but we about to get back on track. So on that note, I ran my mouth long enough. Let's get into the show and let's talk Cruel Summer, episode 789. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and check in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit T Booked It, T B B O O K E D I T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. And she's the one. Her name is Shanice. And she's the one. All right, y'all. So let's get into this. Now, like I said, this won't be our normal dissect scene by scene, but I just want to talk about it and give my opinion before we get to that season finale because I'm confused. I don't know who the killer is at this point. I'm, my guess is it's not going to be Megan or Isabella. The reason why is it's too obvious and they've, gave, they've, they've given us too much information. I think it's going to be a twist. Um, either maybe between the dad, um, Brent or Jeff. That's my guess, but I can be completely wrong because Cruel Summer has full of twists and turns and it's never what you expect. But in episode seven, what did we see? It was uh, called, It's the End of the World. So we get to the big New Year's Eve night that we've all been anticipating for. And um, the description we reads, it's winter, in winter 1999, tensions are high on Y2K. At the New Year's Eve party, a not-so-secret conversation changes the lives of the trio forever. In summer 2000, suspicion falls on Ned after some new evidence from summer 99 comes to light. So in this episode, we get Megan. She's moody as usual. 
Um, <clears throat> but we find out why. She's not feeling well. We see her take a pregnancy test in the year of night um uh, the year of 99 around winter. However, in summer, we see her in Luke's relationship starts to blossom. They start to become you know, they, they flirt for a while and we get the big kiss at the end of that episode. And we also, my takeaway from that episode was the two run-ins that Luke had with Ned when he was wandering through the woods um, on a walkie-talkie with Megan and he went across on you know, his side and Ned came out being weird. He ends up helping him with his walkie-talkie or whatever, but he's just a weirdo. And then in the winter of 99, he's going off on Megan, just doing the most, shaking her because she got on a little Y2K costume. And then Luke comes out and, you know, he's like, get the hell off my girl, which can we blame him? You know, I mean, you got this weirdo. He's the the, the town psycho, I mean, he might not be that bad. We see he's pretty much been good to Megan, but he's gotten her in a lot of bullshit with the coding. That's why she lost her scholarship now. Um, just teaching her how to hack and doing other things. However, he didn't make her lose her scholarship because she did the fake IDs on her own. But we've seen that he's not too bad towards Megan. But, you know, Luke coming out of nowhere and seeing this weirdo shake her, why wouldn't he jump up like that? So, you know, we see Ned him him up. I don't think Ned is the killer. It's just too obvious, but it could be. Like I said, with Cruel Summer, you have no clue. However, I didn't appreciate the way Megan acts. She's just weird to me. Uh, <laughs> when she went off like, Luke, what are you doing? Calm down. I'm just like, okay, he's trying to come to your defense. And that whole situation was just weird, right? So... We get, you know, Brent trying to warn her about Ned to stay away from her. We see that in 99 and 2000 when um, him and Steve go marching over Ned's house to approach him. And they, you know, we see Steve's investigator has found out that Megan is doing jobs with Ned. So we see Brent try to cover for uh, Megan twice. The only reason why I said it could possibly be Brent, and I'm not even for sure, is... Um, after Steve chewed him out about, you know, starting stuff with Ned, which really he wasn't, he was defending his girlfriend. Um, Brent what Brent did know ahead of time that Luke was throwing a party at the place that Steve had just purchased. And he gave him the key. So I'm thinking, okay, towards the end, when we see that Luke is in trouble when he calls somebody, he could have called his big brother. So that's why I said it could possibly be Brent, but I don't know. I got a feeling it's going to be some big twist and turn reveal. And then we get the whole thing where Luke told what well, he lied. He told Megan that Isabella kissed him and we had the whole friction at the party. But then Megan overhears Luke running his mouth, boasting about, you know, having the two girls and all of that. So she decides to come up with a plan of her own and they lure him down to the cabin. And he's thinking he about to get his little freak on. They got the ropes and he's like, what did I do to deserve this? And she's like, oh, so many things. So, you know, in the summer of 99, we see um, him, their, their relationship blossoming. 
Um, we see in Winter 99, the Y2K party and what led up to the cabin incident. And in 2000, we see that Megan loses her scholarship and she finds out that Ned has cameras surrounded around his house to the cabin. And we see her and Isabella, they kind of team up to find out where the cameras are. So then we go to episode eight and the description reads, in summer 1999, new friendships are formed and secrets are kept as the crew approaches senior year at the annual school car wash. In winter 1999, Megan and Isabella push for answers. In summer 2000, Debbie wants to protect her daughter. Now this episode is titled Confess Your Sins and we got some confessions, didn't we? You know, Luke is waking up. He's thinking, well, you know, he's getting tied up. He's thinking that he about to get some wild fantasy, but he's still a little worried because he's like, hold on, you know what I'm saying? She's tying this rope a little too tight. Why don't we give, you know, a little code name in case, you know, stuff gets too intense. Of course, Megan says, you know, control or delete. As he's getting happy, you know, here comes Isabella. And he's like, hold on, what the hell going on here? But let's go over and talk about summer 1999 in this episode. We see the friendship form between Parker and Isabella at the car wash. We also see um, Megan is, you know, super happy to be with Luke. She's telling him that, you know, she's excited. They can actually be each other's first. So we see him march over to Isabella and, you know, Say, you know, Meg would hurt Megan to find out that they slept together. Isabella did want to tell the truth, but Luke was like, you know, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to hurt her. So they came to an agreement to keep the secret. And in December, it goes back to the cabin. And here's what I had a problem with, guys. I have to be completely honest, and my opinion might be a little different from others, but I have to give an honest review of how I felt about it. Good writing, but around this time in Cruel Summer, it pisses you off because <laughs> you're trying to figure out what happened, and they give you so many loopholes and turns, right? So yeah, we get it. Loop, bad guy. You know, he's pushed in every which way, and we'll talk more about Luke and his personality in episode nine. But, okay, you caught him talking trash outside. He's boasting. He's acting like he's the big man in, in Chatham. Okay. I, I, okay, I can understand that. I can understand even want to, you know, bombard him and make him confess so we can find out who lied. And when we get to this big season finale that we are going to see shortly we're going to find out who the real killer is and just say for instance it's not megan or isabella i do not give these two little bitches any grace <laughs> i said it these two little bitches I, I just don't i don't like megan and i don't like isabella you have no right to tie up somebody to drug them and then to shoot him is wrong on 110 levels. We see it getting intense. Luke is getting nervous. Of course, we find out he, that he, he leaked the sex tape. He was wrong. But it's other ways on how to handle it. What these two little bitches did was a crime. And I just don't feel bad for either one of them. I don't feel bad for Megan losing her scholarship. I don't feel bad for Isabella. I, I just think they went too far i think it was very just out there and um 
you know, they got to asking him question after question. It got really intense after a while. He ended up confessing to leaking the sex tape. He ended up confessing to lying and that he kissed Isabella. Um, and then, you know, as they're walking off and about to leave him tied up, I'm like, y'all got the answers. Y'all just can't leave him tied up like this. He's like, hold on. Well, she's been lying to you too. And the way how Isabella just freaked and got the going crazy like she was unhinged and we can tell she didn't been in this scenario a, a time or two before like isabella goes too far when she grabbed that gun and she shot luke i i i thought it was a bit bit much and then we fast forward to summer 2000 and we see our little detective he be on it sheriff Sheriff be on it. He didn't got he didn't got the surveillances from Jeff's footage and seen the girls and they brought it up close to see that they were seeking revenge. So now he knows that he can put them in two separate rooms and pry the evidence out of them because they're going to talk. And it looks it doesn't look good for either one of them. He found out, and I'm guessing he found out that Megan was the one on a sex tape from Parker because Parker overheard the conversation. And we also see that Jeff is the one who told on Megan so he could get out of trouble. So Jeff snitched. <laughs> so you know we we see all of we see how everything is slowly coming together. Now the part that's kind of making me kind of like shake my head or scratch my head per se is Parker. In the beginning of uh, episode one, she told Megan this would have never happened if Isabella didn't come to town. However, at this time, her and Isabella are supposed to be close. So Parker, I'm still kind of leery on her as well. But what these two did was a crime. You don't tie somebody up. You don't, what was the hell was the drugs for? Talking about truth serum. What the hell did, I, I don't, it just irritated me. Like, who the hell do these two little girls think they is? If that would have been my son, I, I, listen, I would have been pissed off. I just didn't like that. I thought they went way too far. I get Luke was a bad boy. He, you know, but at this age, teenagers will do dumb stuff. Um, they'll do dumb stuff. They'll boast like they had the friend or whatever. And we kind of seen why he did that, not taking up for Luke because he's not totally innocent. But what these two girls did, I think they went a little, I don't think they went way too far. Um, I could even understand, I could even give them the leeway of, okay, we're going to tie him up. We can just get him to sit here and tell the truth. I can't even get past the tying him up. But the drugging, I thought it, I thought they went way too far. And for her to shoot him while they're having an argument, I thought that was way too far. And Megan is sitting there looking like an idiot. And Megan is not innocent either. This was her. You would have thought that this might have been Isabella's idea. But no, this was all Megan's. Like she said, we're going to make him wish he never met us. So that's episode um, eight. And when it went off, I, I was furious. I just didn't like this. I think that these two girls went too far. So when we get to episode nine, the miseducation of Luke Chambers, and it reads, Luke examines all his relationships and worries that the pressure of being a Chambers man have changed him. I really liked it this episode because we got to see Luke's perspective. And I had even read some comments when uh, they put like the, the secret little, you know how they put the sneak previews and the comments were irritating me 
because everybody was like, well, I don't know if I can believe this because this is Luke's side of the story. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I don't get how people can take up for Megan and Isabella. They were wrong. I, I get he was lying. He was doing that. Okay, you have the right to go off. You have the right to check him. You have the right to tell him it's over. We will never talk to you again. But like I said, I could even get past the tying up part just because you're going to sit down and tell the truth. But the drugging, no, you don't drug someone. If that would have been vice versa and genders reverse, oh, he would have been this, he would have been that, he would have been that. You don't drug anyone and you don't shoot someone because you're having an argument. I just, I, I, I don't feel bad for either one of these girls. I don't. Um, pregnant or not pregnant, they went too far. So then we get into, because of course, Megan found out she was pregnant right before the party. So we get to, because it went off and we're like, did she shoot him? Did she shoot the wall? Is he dead here? We didn't know. So when it opens, of course, we see that she did shoot him, but she shot, got him in the ear. So he's okay. And she's just like, let's go. We got to get out of here, Megan. Let's go. And I'm just like, okay, let me pause the TV for a minute because Megan, I get you mad at Luke, but didn't you grow up with Luke? Ain't y'all like family in a way? I get, you know, that sounds crazy. That's your boyfriend, but you guys spent holidays cabins uh how everything together at this cabin you guys known each other your whole lives and at this point if he shot all that other shit go out the window you should be rushing him to the hospital or something they just left him and they're tied up now i understand you just told him you were pregnant he didn't react the way you wanted him to but how did you expect him to react he's drugged He's not in his right mind. He's tied up because he's like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? He might have would have re reacted better if this would have been a normal conversation. Hey, Luke, let's go sit by the cabin. Let's go sit outside. I'm pregnant. Of course, he didn't act react the right way. So that didn't give me a feeling sorry for Megan because he reacted that way. It didn't. But I did like the way how they explored more in this episode and we seen all of the things that Luke was going through. Going back to Isabella, she was a little bitch. The whole, like she just was in the way all the time. And I felt like if her and Megan would have been honest with each other, a lot of this stuff could have been avoided. Clearly Megan either had feelings for Luke or Megan. She had feelings for one of them because some type of jealousy was there. So clearly she didn't want them together. It was too much control, too much, you know, well, it's not enough room in her lives for both of us and, and it's just like okay do you have feelings for luke where you you know wish you wouldn't let him go or do you have feelings for megan for megan she's all over the place she's weird and you know at this point in the episode we get to steve steve is terrible he's an asshole he's a terrible dad and we see that luke gets teased a lot you know he gets called feminine he wants to hang with the girls um, so it's like his manhood gets tested and the only person he can really be himself with is the sheriff. You know, he tells the sheriff that he wants to jo join the Coast Guard. He doesn't want to go to college where his dad wants him to go. He wants to do his own thing. And we steady see that his dad is putting little stuff in his ear. You know, well, you know, Megan's about to go to college, you know, tries other fish in the sea. So we see that that happened right before the plunge. And I'm wondering, is that what put in his head to go after Isabella when his dad told him that also um you know just hearing 
study comments about he doesn't have it in him to do this. He doesn't have a minute to do this. Yes, Luke was clearly wrong for everything he did with the sex tape and everything. But at that age, people make dumb mistakes. And I would have even understood that the girls would have just went off and cussed them out and went off. But like I said, the drugging and the uh, um, shooting, that was too much for me to where I just didn't have any empathy or sympathy for neither one of these girls. And my heart more went out for Luke. Even though he was wrong, at that age, we make dumb mistakes and we're always trying to prove ourselves to people. And then when you get grown, you, you figure out, why was I trying to prove something to you anyway? You know? Um, we see that Jeff confront Luke about this, you know, telling him, you know, you act like a nice guy, but you know, the thing about Brent is at least we know where he's coming from. One thing I didn't understand is we don't see how the money of $5,000 got to the cabin. I'm sure we'll find out in the season finale, but towards the end, when we see, you know, just everything that he endured and then with him being so vulnerable after he was able to get out of the the cabin and he was heavily intoxicated by force, <laughs> um, I just felt bad for him. And I'm just wondering who did he call? I'm thinking it, it could have been Jeff or Brent or his dad. That's my money on it. Or they could be trying to, you know, it could be a cruel summer thing and they're trying to spin us and it could be Megan he called we seen her laying in the bed, but it could have been a later time. I don't know, but I had to voice my frustrations because I don't know who the killer is, but I know these two, they don't get off from me that easy. <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be twists and turns, and I can't wait to come and talk about the season finale. Um, it has been a really good season. I would have to say for season one, even though Jeanette got on my nerves, I still kind of rooted for Jeanette and Jamie in a way. And Jeanette was still likable in a way. And so was Kate. In this episode, they tried to make Luke the bad guy, which he did. He lied. He did the tape. And we seen why he did the tape. Um, his dad was all in his face, hemming him up right before that. And I was thinking maybe he grabbed the tape thinking it was Brent and grabbed his by accident. I'm not sure I could be wrong on that. I'm sure more will come out by the season finale. But we seen all of the pressure on him from, you know, his friends teasing him. He's always wanting to hang out with the girls. His dad putting stuff in his ear. He's never feeling like he's good enough. And, you know, just the loss of his mom and how they're bringing up how he lost his mom and he felt his dad resented him. So I felt bad for Luke. That could just be me. But no matter what, even if I didn't feel bad for Luke, Isabella and Megan, they went too far, in my opinion. But I just can't wait to see the season finale so we can come and talk about it. Like I said, around this time, you do get a little irritated because you're steady trying to figure out who did this, who did that, and they're showing just little bits and pieces. But I'm sure by the season finale, everything will make sense. But I definitely wanted to get a recap out while I've been going for a few weeks. And I wanted to put my opinion out there before we find out who the killer is. So I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. Please don't go anywhere. I'm about to play the sleeper that I have in my Joe Budden style. And then I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer for the season finale. Here it goes. So they did release a couple sneak peeks. So I'll go ahead and play those as well. Here is a sneak peek from the season finale. He could be anywhere around here. Maybe he fell or something. 
hit his head. What, now you're worried about his health? I'm just tossing out possibilities. I mean, for all we know, he could have gotten scared of the tape getting out and run away. So we see the girls looking for him after they did their crime. <laughs> Here is the next sneak peek. And this is all about Steve. And I think they're trying to make it seem like he is the killer, which is too obvious as well. But I have no idea. Since we're lodging accusations, my investigator had a very enlightening conversation with Trevor Cole about you. I don't know here. Seems your friends have a habit of dying. I want to watch your back, Megan. We'll see what the sheriff says about the security footage. Mm -hmm. I hope they bring Trevor back for the season finale. I know I like me some Trevor. That's Carlton from Bel Air. <laughs> but I don't know. Steve seems like he's holding a secret too. He could be so upset, like. What did my, you know, my son has ruined um the Northland project. He's a disappointment. You know, he has a lot of resentment towards his son, but damn, to kill your own son. So I don't know. I don't think it could be Steve, but it could possibly be. And um, here is the trailer. He's gone. What do we do now? People are going to be looking at us. We need to act completely normal. The tape came into my possession and made you answer some questions. I think you knew exactly what you were doing. We did it together. You're destroying an innocent person's life. I'm charged you with the murder of Luke Chambers. What? So we see somebody is struggling in the water. Was that Luke struggling? Who pushed him in the water? Did they drown him? What the hell happened? We also see Megan gets arrested and she's like, what? Yeah, you should be arrested. <laughs> you should be, Megan. I don't feel bad for Megan. Um, I, I just can't wait. We see Steve do another fake slap on Brent after he like, you're framing an innocent person. So clearly Steve is not so innocent. We've seen Steve is a jackass. He lets Brent get, he let, uh, I know I skipped over a lot of scenes cause I didn't do my dissect scene by scene, but he was just an asshole. Even when Brent put uh, Isabella's bra strap, um, Steve's an asshole, but I don't know if he killed his own son, but like I said, it's cruel summer and it's, it's, it's going to be somebody out of those five people. I think it's too obvious to be the two girls, but it could be. However, they did commit a crime. Um, also, I don't know if Jeff did that. Jeff, he already is snitched because he snitched on Megan. But goddamn, you you killed killed them over this broad. If if he did, I don't know. Or Brent or uh, Steve. It's a lot of bad family history in there. We see uh, we see Steve would do anything to keep that reputation up. So I don't think it's Ned, but it could be. But I, I think it's been a really solid season. I'll be more relaxed after I see who the killer is. Then I'll be able to go back and look at different things. But I do apologize for being off three weeks. I guarantee you guys, I promise you, I will be back this week with the season finale recap. I promise, you know, Lord's will, of course, you know, Lord's will, you know, things do happen. But I'll be back on, you know, hopefully this week and we'll talk about the, um, 
the killer and see, you know, who it was or see, you know, did I miss anything where I have to go back and take my, you know, little bitch's comments back. But I highly doubt it because we've seen them drugging and tying somebody up and recording them with all type of stuff. I think they went a bit too far. And that's not me taking up for Luke saying Luke was not wrong on certain things he did. He was. But I said I could even understand if the girls went off, they yelled, they tried to fight, they did that. A normal reaction. But I thought the drugging and the shooting was a bit much so here is my sleeper in my joe button style shout out to the pod father we are going to keep it in the year of 1999 and this is definitely a vibe it's off of my shanice loves rock soft rock playlist check it out Thank you.
All right, that was that ditto. Thank you. That is my jam right there. I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. And I hope you guys enjoy your week. I hope you guys are protecting your energy and staying away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy. Life is too short. Protect it. Protect your life. Protect your energy. Protect your space. And go after what you want. The sky is the limit. Just live your life to the fullest. You guys can always hit me up if you have any recap requests or if you have anything that you want me to shout out that you're working on. I want to spread love back and support you in the way you support me. We have some big things coming up. I apologize once again. I don't like staying away from you guys that long. It's just been a busy. I've been out of town, spending time with the family, busy working, and then still putting everything together for this book that I cannot wait to share this with you because this will be a journey that me and you experience together because we're going to be reading it on Friday, talking about it. You guys can ask me questions. I want to share with you on how I came up with certain concepts. And this book means the world to me. And I just can't wait to share it with you guys. So as always, thank you for your support. I love you guys. I can't wait to see the season finale and come back and talk about it with you guys. I hope you guys enjoy your week. Please protect your energy. On that note, it's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.